What's up, Elder Emos? I'm your host, Samit. And I'm Brittany. And on tonight's episode of the Elder Emo Hours podcast, we have the guys from Conversation. Welcome. Thank you. How are you guys? Lovely. Thank you. Yeah. How are you? We're great. Fantastic. We're great. It's a good. We just played a bunch of shows and we're all broken and busted up and tired, but we're good. I mean, I feel like that comes with the territory. I mean, I wake up in the morning and I feel like a glow stick, so I can only imagine how you feel. And I don't do ninety percent of what you guys do on a regular. Yeah, we 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 leave. We are beat up and broken boys right now, but that's that's part of the gig. But was it worth it? Always. Very oh, much. Yeah. So. oh, yeah. That's all that matters. That's all, all that matters. matters. It's nothing that ibuprofen can't fix. Yeah, and some good stretches. Right. See? Perfect. Um, so we normally start our interviews and everything out by really tossing the floor to you guys to kind of give us this whole history rundown of like, who was conversation? How'd you guys come together? How did you meet all these other things? But we're going to switch it up tonight. And oh. we're going to start off with some icebreakers and put you guys on the spot. Okay. So sounds great. What we're doing. So Brittany has a series of this or that questions that she's going to ask you guys of all different things. And of the three of you, you're going to pick whichever answer that you like the most or that you want the most or whatever your favorite is. And we're going to see just how in tune the three of you are when it comes oh, to these okay. different things. Um, okay. But don't think too hard about it. Shoot from the hip. Brittany, are you ready? Yep. Go. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Cats. Ew. <laughs> Chucks or vans? Chucks. Uh, vans. vans. Ew. Come on. <laughs> High top or low top? Low top. Low top. High top. What the heck? That's right. <laughs> Hoodies or zip ups? Zip ups. Zip ups. Hip hoodies. Oh, a zip putty? <laughs> a zip putty? <laughs> um, uh, pizza or burgers? Oh, burgers. Pizza? Burgers. Wait, no, wait, no, 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 no. In the middle, burger pizza from Frosty Pizza. You <laughs> game the system. Yeah. <laughs> You just chose horror. That wasn't an option. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. Um, yeah. Coffee or energy drink? Coffee. Coffee. Energy drink. Oh, my God. Neither, but if I had to choose one, it would be energy drink. So far, they've got none. None of them are okay. the same. Okay. So for coffee, iced or hot? Hot. Hot. I don't drink, so. Okay. For energy drinks, Monster or Rockstar? Me, the Red Bull. Uh, I guess Monster. <laughs> Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network? I don't know if you guys are going to oh, Nickelodeon. I think it's Cartoon Network. Which one had Dexter's Laboratory on? Cartoon Network. Cartoon Network. Yeah. Uh, Come on. I, hey, I, I grew up on Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon, 100%. Nickelodeon. All right. Um, MTV or Fuse? Uh, MTV. Hey! Hey, all right. I don't, 
I remember I remember this was in the judgment episode and they talked about how Pews I think is in Canada. So well, I think because you guys in Canada yeah. have much, right? Yeah. yeah. Much music. So yeah. much music. Okay, is so like MTV close. or that. Much music. Oh my god. <laughs> I know it's much. It's much. Yeah. Do, we, do they keep that point? <laughs> I don't know. No, okay. At least uh, you're honest. All right. Did we also do, do we just do you guys have Saturday Night Live and Mad TV? Is yes. that a thing? Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. So Saturday Night Live or, or Mad TV? Mad TV for me. Saturday Night SNL all the way. All right. Pop punk or metalcore? Oh come on, pop punk. Pop punk. Metalcore. Ah. Uh... <laughs> Just let me point out, that makes a lot of sense for the kind of music we make, because we're in between pop, rock, and metalcore, so think about it. Right, that's why I said that was interesting. <laughs> so yeah. super hard, yeah. Um, all right, so Backstreet Boys are in sync. Backstreet Boys. Uh, no, no, AJ. Uh, NSYNC. 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 Yeah. I gotta go with NSYNC personally, just because I'm a huge JT fan. Like yeah. I am obsessed with JT. Like, yeah. I didn't grow up on. I didn't grow up on NSYNC, and that's the only reason why. Yeah. Because of Justin. Because yeah. I JT till I die. So yeah. NSYNC. Gotta go with it. Also, yeah. like there was a couple. Dirty Pop was like an absolute banger. So. Mm. Okay. Um, <laughs> Fuller, Spice, Spice, Girls, Spice Girls or Destiny's Child. Spice, Spice girls. girls. Spice Girls. Uh, Spice up your life. Come on. Uh, but here's the thing. I've listened to more Destiny's Child than Spice Girls. Mm. So, what's your answer? Destiny's Child. Dang it! He needs to spice up his life. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Brittany or Christina? Ooh. Oh, Christina, just because like, that, like, like that. Well, I mean, you know, whatever. Like that aside, right? Um, Christina's voice with like that raspy, uh, like she's better singer, no like, doubt about it. Uh, I'm going with I'm going with uh, Christina after she released uh, that album where she like just said fuck it, I'm gonna be absolutely insane and go crazy and oh, like what was it called with Dirty. Dirty. Oh, yeah. Right off the bat. I was like, that's the most punk rock movie you can do. Yeah. She went, fuck it. All right. I'm going to go all the way. So I was like, good for her. So, yeah, Christina. Christina. And she's a better singer. Christina. Yeah. They got one. 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 Okay. Last one. We might go Um, for two. Xbox or PlayStation? Xbox. Two. Uh, I don't play video games, so but I'll, I'll go with Xbox and see if we get a point. PlayStation. <laughs> I can tell by AJ's face I was not going the way we wanted it to. Like, it was all yeah. over his face. It was not yeah. good. Oh, come on. Oh, dear. <laughs> they both have uh, what, Modern Warfare, or is it just Xbox? Uh, both them have. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. maybe now. I mean, they both have pretty much the same games, except for, I think, like, one or two differences. Oh, but... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not picking. Is it Halo? Halo? Halo is like one of them, right? 
Halo was was a huge thing for me growing Xbox. up, so that's why I really is that watch. Xbox? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sly yeah. Bandicoot, Ratchet Clank, and a bunch of like uh, what else is there? Uh, a couple of those games. But like, <laughs> anyways, yeah. Anyways, so for the record, of all of those this or that's that were asked, only two of them. Well, the did Christina they all agree on Christina? <laughs> MTV and Christina. But it was MTV by default because they don't know if you exist because they're in Canada. Yes. Yes. And and when we asked them what their version of Fuse was, there was not an even vote. Some no. some still picked MTV. So it's fine. It's fine. One. We got one. <laughs> For sure, one. there's one. One. For sure. Hey, there's some. There's some that get. There's known. others that like, might be a little we, questionable, but at least one they're solid. Di- they're all different. Yeah. Well, you know what, friends? It's been said before, and I'm sure it'll be said again. Um, Christina does bring everyone together. So I thought you were gonna say something else, but um, and and then also you know the diversity of opinions and viewpoints breeds like you know creativity on on next level. So you know, oh, yeah. knowing knowing some of the responses we got from that starting off, I'm really interested to see how you're gonna respond to some of the other things that we ask a little bit later on. But let's bring it back to a little bit of the music and you guys. So this is going to be the point where we pass it off to you guys to, to kind of give us this rundown in history of whose conversation, how'd you guys come together? Like, how'd you get the name? Like, what is this? What is the whole story behind you guys? Well, it's a fun story. Um, we started, uh, I myself and, and a fellow named Eric, who unfortunately couldn't be here tonight, uh, started in the West Coast of Canada when we you know, were young seedlings and listening to all the, the early emo movement bands, you know, your Thursdays and your Taking Back Sundays and all that kind of fun stuff, Finch, all that kind of good stuff. And we started making music ourselves. Um, you know, we tried really hard and we, and we did okay for ourselves in the town that we were living in. We toured pretty hard. And then, uh, you know, it all kind of uh, went kaputski at one point. And uh, I moved to Toronto in 2012 uh, with the sole goal of rebuilding that band and that movement that we had going on there. It was my favorite time in, in my life, and I wanted, I thought that it could happen. Toronto in Canada is the hub of the industry, uh, and it's the biggest city in the country by miles. So it's definitely where you can kind of, if you get your footprint there, then it, it can actually be something pretty spectacular. Yeah. Um, and I got here and I put an ad up on Craigslist. And uh, it was. But you guys call it something different, right? Uh, no, no, we call it Craigslist. But it's funny because Craigslist wasn't as big in the East Coast as it was in the West Coast. So, like, a lot hmm. of what we look at out here in the, on the East Coast is like Kijiji. That's the uh, one. Yeah. Uh, they're, two different, they're two different services. No, I gotcha. I'll say that's yeah. the one. And I put up this ad. It was this uh, this massively long essay, virtually a diatribe, uh, <laughs> explaining all the details of what I was doing and the musicians that I wanted, the kind of people I wanted, the direction I wanted the band to go in, um, and the the seriousness of what I was trying to do. And the, the the big message I was getting across was, don't send me a message unless you actually want to make music your entire life. Uh, and I got I got a whole bunch of weird responses, good good and bad, and we went through like just a gamut of 
people and, and interviews and all that kind of stuff. And out of all of that, uh, there was a few people that came out that were absolute gem pots, and one of them was uh, the lovely Jason Prolas, who sits to my right. Mm -hmm. uh, Jason showed up. Uh, he, he was an electrical engineer student at the I time. I'm still in university. Yeah, yeah, and he showed up with a tiny little amp and his, and his janky guitar, and he said, oh, electric band. And I said, all right, mate, let's give it a go. And then he slayed it. Like, he played guitar like he was born with it in the crib. Um and I, I just I knew immediately that he was he was the guy. So uh, first of all, how dare you refer to the Ibanez Iceman as a janky guitar? <laughs> that is a sick metal guitar. I don't play it anymore. It wasn't the right. It's not the right. Uh, it's not the right style for for post hardcore band like us. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, no, that was uh, so that was a long time ago. And, that was uh, that's twenty. That was late twenty twelve. Yeah, yeah, and uh, we started oh, wow. shows after that. Um, Another fun story, Eric at the time was still living on the West Coast and he and I have been best friends forever and ever. Uh, we started this thing together. So when I started to rebuild it, I gave him a call and said, listen, mate, this is what's going on. Conversation's getting back together. I'm starting the whole thing up again. I want you to move here and, and do it with me. And he just said, no, he said, absolutely not. That's stupid. You're dumb. Why would, why would I move across the country? You dummy. Uh, I would never do that. And I said, I think it's a great idea. And he said, all right, I'll tell you what. You get all new members and you write all new music and you book shows. And then I'll maybe think about it because I have a life out here. Why am I going to give that up? I said, I totally get that. Three months later, I called him back and said, hey, mate, I've got all new members. We've got all new songs and I'm booking shows. Get your ass out here. He bought a van. Two, like three weeks later, I think, uh, packed up his life, moved out here. We jammed twice, and then we played shows. Oh, my God. What? Yeah. Dead set. That is yeah. probably, like, one of the best stories I've ever heard. Yeah. It's an origin story. <laughs> when, Eric, when Eric tells it, it's great, because he, like, he picked up the phone. He's like, hi, what's up? And I'm like, this is what's happening. He was like, shit. He called my block. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Damn, call oh, me out. No. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So that accounts for Tim, Eric, myself. Uh, so other fellow that can't be here with us tonight, his name's Patty. He's our other guitar player. Um, he's some guy that we had known about for a while in our local scene here. Uh, he used to play in a band called Party Cat. They were like awesome. A, yeah, he, yeah they, Southern they were hardcore. Like, yeah, heavy like, they were great. Yeah, they had, they had a lot of traction behind them at the moment that they kind of, their band kind of deteriorated. Uh, and that was in 2016, yeah, I believe. Uh, and uh, at that time, we had played some shows together and over the recent couple of years. And um, we got hooked up with him pretty soon after he left. And we started talking like, hey, like, do you want to keep playing and making music and after some discussion uh he decided to uh join on board with us the best part about that story is that when i sat down with patty about this uh we were chatting and i said listen man like we there's so many people that we would love to get to join this band but truth be told i think that you're the absolute best fit man and if you would be interested we'd be over the moon and he paused and he said he said that's kind of funny because i literally said this yesterday to a friend of mine if there was one band that i would want to join it would be conversation and that was nice. kind of the beginning the of the whole stars thing. stars aligned. They aligned. That they was really eight. Did. Yeah. And then, finally, last but not least, 
Is our newest Andy member. Yeah? This guy. <laughs> yeah. So Andrew, uh, for, for the last, geez, 10 years, 10 years we've been playing with, well, maybe eight years, we've been playing with a fellow named Yoda, uh, who is an absolute sweetheart. He recently moved back to the West Coast. Uh, he got married and, uh, and decided to uh, move on to something else. And we love him and we miss him. Mm -hmm. uh, and we're still in contact. Oh, yeah. We chat with yeah, still best of friends. Yeah. But we needed a new guy. And we had played one show with this this fella AJ here. Uh, he was playing with another band uh, on tour in Hamilton, Ontario, and we all chatted and high fived and got to know each other over the evening. And then uh, AJ reached out to me on the internet and said, "Listen, man, I'm thinking about moving to Ontario. I think the scene's better out there. I think that I could probably do better out there musically. I'm just looking for some advice and like you know pick your brain a little about what the what the world looks like out there." Mm -hmm. And I said, it's funny you should reach out, mate, because uh, I might just have the job for you. And uh, bada bing, bada boom, uh, the kid packed up his life and moved his ass out to Toronto. Nine yeah. months later. And now he's our drummer as well. I'm yeah. noticing yeah. a trend oh here yeah. about this whole like, 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 Tim's got a way with words to get people to pack their shit and move out there to do yeah. these things. Like, <laughs> yeah, it kind of just tend to work out up like that. Because even like, I mean, like, was Eric wasn't the first. Tim, well, Tim, Yoda did it as well. Yoda did it as well. Yeah, and, and one of our other previous drummers. And too. one of the other previous drummers as well. And then, like, I, I kind of have a mixture of stories because I kind of relate to Patty on a couple of things because my that tour I was actually on when I met these guys um my life in my old band was coming to the end of its time with me and like i don't know i just something drew me to conversation when i was playing i think it was the absence or something like that yeah it was a club in hamilton. it was a club in hamilton doesn't matter but it's just that i had a very good good particular memory from that evening it's like after that i left my group at the time um this band called alien ignorant from saskatchewan um I took a long, hard two, maybe three months and reached out. And I think I auditioned like, like trading like MP3s and video files back and forth for about five months. Mm. And then I flew out here for my first time ever in like June of this year. And then on July 18th, we had a six hour or seven hour phone call with all well all five guys in conversation mm -hmm. i said yes and then even leading up to the move up here it was chaotic um i lost my job a month before i was supposed to move out i had four other gigs that were out, out of province which i had to go and do i had i think 52 songs i'd learned aside from the conversation stuff i had to get ready to go yeah and what were you what were you doing those for uh i was playing emo nights I was playing a couple of email nights and a couple of cover gigs to make the payments go by so I could get out here. Full and, circle yeah. moving. Yeah. Yeah. So I was, I think like my last set I played before I move. Well, my last two sets before I moved out here was playing an emo night, just doing like Alexis on fire covers. And then I played a country gig in front of 35, 33,000 people in a stadium for a football, for a football Whoa. game. CFL football. Yeah. So. Yeah, Canadian Football League. <laughs> and then nice. I moved out here. And then I we rehearsed for like a month straight and then went straight to straight to uh, gigging immediately. Yeah. 
and then that this is that is the full history yeah bridge pretty much anyway <laughs> everything you see on conversation stuff recently is all up to date yeah wow wow first of all <laughs> i just want to backtrack a little bit and and commend you guys on using craigslist of all things like i've seen that tv show it doesn't normally end well so very yeah. brave of you guys to answer a craigslist ad or something yeah, like that guy. this yeah. guy yeah because that's low-key terrifying yes but it's great but honestly there's a lot of bands that we've talked to that that's how they formed was through craigslist and i'm like you know i don't know that i would do that just because again i watch the serial killer documentaries but like yeah. if it works great more power to you but it's like it, you guys have been in the scene for a very long time it seems like like individually and together not just as conversation yeah. but just respectfully you guys you guys yeah. You guys, oh, yeah. I mean, you know, Eric and I, you know, started all this back in the you know 2010s, and uh, we've been we've been hardworking ever since. Yeah, it's you know the one thing that I think we realized in the early days was it, it doesn't happen overnight, and you gotta you gotta build it slowly. Yeah, and I've been in bands myself uh, prior to ever meeting uh, Tim, uh, and just you know of different genres and and always wondered what it would take to kind of get to the next level because all my prior bands were you know very small time in comparison to conversation yeah so after meeting these guys it was definitely like what night and day um difference difference the level of commitment the the kind of just wanting it mm -hmm. hmm. understanding what it takes to get there yeah and oh, i'll for sure I'll, also, I'll say on my opinion on side things coming from an entirely different demographic of music, um, being that I've been playing in the industry for the last 10, 11 years myself, um, coming from a province that's entirely based on making radio music and country and maybe a couple jazz and classical things here and there, the amount of uh, serious commitment to the genre of post-hardcore and to the business is um they 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 basically outrank anybody in the in in at least in across the, at least in my opinion like if i was to come up here for any other reason i couldn't imagine any other reason but coming out here for conversation because of how seriously they want to continue the continue the uh the uh, genre post-hardcore i feel so much love that's so much so, so there's such a bromance that's brewing yeah, yeah. There's a lot of love in our in our band that's over sure. there um we we just finished our show last night uh and we were all exhausted and tired we, we played a show friday we played a show sunday and we, we've been driving around all weekend we're promoting the new album we were doing radio interviews and stuff like that the sunday night after we got off stage we're sweaty we're cold we're packing the band it's raining and uh, I just went around one by one and hugged every guy in the band. I was like, I love you so much. Appreciate you guys so much. Like, like this, this is wild that we even do this. And I'm so happy that you guys do it with me. So, yeah, there's a lot of love in conversation. Mm -hmm. uh, I can feel it. And I've only known you guys for like 30 minutes. I can feel it. It's great. But I feel like that's going to be a good segue for us to talk about this brand new album that dropped literally yesterday. Right? Friday. 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 Okay. So those of you that are listening to this interview and everything right now, granted, it, it, it's 
going to be a little ways out, but 11.25 is when this brand new album just dropped. Um, so depending on what date and time you're listening to this, even if it's seven years down the line, this is in 2022. This incredible album called Honesty Drop. And like, talk to us about this. Give us give us this rundown of this album, of like the sounds behind it, the writing process. Like, because I've been listening yeah. to it all day long and I, yes. First of all, really stoked that you're digging the album. Yeah, thank you. Um, so this album that we've just released, uh, 13 songs, it's a very wide body of work, both in terms of genres and, you know, when we wrote the songs and when we recorded them. Um, so most of the songs 12 of the 13 are actually a re-release of our two previous eps that we released one in 2019 and one in 2020 called the honesty eps um part of the reason why we wanted to re-release them now was we felt that back when we were releasing them we didn't really kind of give them their due uh especially the one that came out 2020 obviously worldwide pandemic um it released may 2020 and we, leading up to that, we had all sorts of plans to go tour, to, you know, support the album in all various ways. Uh, all of that just, you know, took a nosedive. So we wanted to re-release for that reason. And also another reason to kind of just give our, you know, our fans and, and, and new listeners a, a nice, easy, convenient way to listen to our, you know, most recent body of work uh, all in one spot. Um, so we recorded with a very talented producer named Sam Guyana, uh, who's recently worked with the likes of Silverstein, uh, Rarity, We Were Sharks, um, yeah, just a bunch of other huge like bands Pacific like Pacific, you know, pop punk and, and post-hardcore scene uh, giants right now. So um, that was for the, the previous Honest DEPs. And then with our newest single, uh, As the Oceans Moved, we worked with a uh, an upstart, uh, equally talented producer by the name of Kyle Marchant, or Marchant, I don't know. Marchant. 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 Okay, there we go. Sorry, Kyle, if you're listening ever. Um, and uh, he plays in a band called Nightwell and is also a uh, good friend of ours. So this new single, we feel, is like a great representation of where we're at now musically. Uh, a lot of the kind of like um the guitar work the both mixture of kind of like floating and fluttering lines and like the crushing breakdowns uh the heaviness and the lightness and the soft melodies um i think it's just like really again just really embodies what we're trying to do right now definitely yeah mm -hmm. Yeah. It's got a very nostalgic sound to it. I know when I was going through and listening to it, like there's so many, so many different sounds that you guys do in all the different songs that like remind me of bands that I grew up with. And it's like, I can't pinpoint which one it is. I'm just like, okay, this, this sounds like this, or this sounds like that. Like it, and it keeps me guessing. It's not the same variation of different things. It's different sounds of like these bands that I grew up with. So, like, yeah. what are some of the things that you guys drew the inspiration piece for that? Because that was super clever. <laughs> well, I mean, it. well, you get it. That's great. Well, we're not. We're, I love that you say clever, but I mean, we're not doing that on purpose. It's just what we love. 
Um, yeah. We, we, when we started the band, it was very much the idea of, especially with writing, um, write what you like. And if we like it, it'll become a song. It will never be, we have to write a song like this. We have to write a song. We have to write a heavy song. We have to write a soft song. We have to write a pop song. It was get in the room together, see what comes out, and that will be a song. Um, so it's always organic with us. But to your point, absolutely, there is a, a nostalgic feeling. We, when we play our songs, a lot of the time we get like, man, I felt like I was back in like 2010 um, or even earlier. Like this yep. reminds me of Under Oath's early stuff, you know, stuff like that. And we love to hear that because those are the bands that, you know, really moved us and kind of got us on this on this path. Oh, yeah. Thrice, Deftones, Taking Back Sunday, Lex on, so on Fire, like huge for us, all huge. Yeah. So a lot of the time when we're in the room and someone pulls out a riff and we're like, ooh, feels like I have to drive it. Let's go with that <laughs> and see where that takes us because I like it already. And, you know, before you know it, you're, you're banging out, you know, post-hardcore classics. Uh, yes, I love it. I <laughs> I love it. Because, again, it keeps you guessing. And I, when I say that meaning that it's, it's very clever, it's very much a, if you can't do it well, it can be a recipe for disaster because there's so many variants of sounds. And you guys found such a sweet spot with Thank it. Thank you. Oh, that's a lovely compliment. Thank it's you like much. you found such a sweet spot for it to where it's like I'm hanging on to every song as I go and be like, okay, what am I going to get next? What am I going to yeah, get I'm next? Lucky. Like, what am I going to listen to? What throwback are you going to put me in, or uh, what core memory are you going to unlock that I completely forgot I had? <laughs> so, I love that unlocking of the nostalgia. That's yeah. like really where we're like that's our niche. I feel yeah, we're, we're creating our own genre. We are we are the new nostalgia. Look, so speaking of nostalgia, uh, am I am I safe in making an assumption, and please correct me if I'm wrong, that you guys had MySpace back in the day? Or at least I know of you. MySpace? Yeah. <laughs> I okay. Did. AJ's alive. I, I have one too. Well, at the very end of MySpace. I was about to assume that maybe you were AJ's a little too young. Young. I'm, I'm the youngest in the group, by the way. Yeah, like, we have like... Are you the like baby? Kind of, like, yeah, AJ's yeah. Between yeah, all three of us, actually. He's early 20s, so yeah. he's, he's, you know. I'm only 23, 32. None of your business. <laughs> <laughs> None ya. Got it. <laughs> I mean, okay, so we do, we, okay, so we have, we have a child, but he still knows what MySpace is, <laughs> which is great. <laughs> so, like, it, it's okay. Like, we've, we've had younger. It's okay. Yeah. But, uh when it comes to MySpace, speaking on this nostalgia and a lot of these bands and stuff that we grew up on and we listened to and things like that, one of the biggest things about MySpace was always your profile song. Like that told everybody everything they ever needed to know about you yeah. or how you were feeling or anything like that. So I'm going to let Brittany ask this question because I'm really interested to see what you guys say at this point. All right. So if you had MySpace today, what would your profile song be? Hey. Hmm. Oh, and it no, cannot no. be a uh, shameless plug and a conversation song. You have to, <laughs> you have to make it something else. Sure. Uh, oh boy. That's a tough one. And it's, it's also still relevant because uh, I mean, I'm not currently using it now, but Tinder had that like option for a while where you could put a, a song in the bio. Is it really? Like, what? That it's, yeah, I don't know. I guess 
so I mean yeah so it, it just really like brought me back to those MySpace days where you could like put that one song in your profile that was like meant to attract your friends and maybe you know potential I like partners right no idea so, so i knew you could like connect your spotify on there so they could see your artists and stuff like that but you're telling me you could put an actual song on there one, i'm one sure song. If, i'm sure if i did that that's probably the reason why nobody swiped on me yeah. not even gonna lie yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there's a mom in high school there that'd be like this bitch is unstable <laughs> moving uh. on <laughs> we played with those guys at a festival one time they're a bunch of sweethearts really nice guys oh yeah we've talked to jt yeah. before and he's he's one of the nicest guys i've ever interacted with yeah nice. absolutely crowds still went wild when they played uh nikki fm oh, it was awesome. i mean i i've said this that they are literally the godfathers of emo like oh, okay okay, okay. I don't know. It sounds like just saying. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a that's a fun opinion to have. No. I'm happy that you have. I mean, come on, Ohio is for lovers. Tell me a much <laughs> yeah. more emo song. Yeah, that's a really look. It's that's a really, that is a really emo song. But I mean, I, I, I let me just say this because we don't need to dive into this. I I want everyone to have this opinion, and I would never tell them that they're wrong. I'm really happy that that's your vibe. But but it's okay to be wrong. <laughs> mine would be mine would be a different choice. That's it. And, What's your choice? But I respect I respect you and I respect that. I feel like you here. can't not like go on that diatribe and not then tell her what. Well, I mean, your this is called is. the Elder Emo oh. Podcast. If you want to dive into the history of emo, I'm sure you know it. There's there's been. I mean, look. I'm not saying. Do you want to go? Do you want to talk about Sunny Day Real Estate? I'm not look. I'm talking more. If we're talking more like this mainstream emo thing, like when you when you think of emo, the the whole sad boy, sad girl emo type of thing, the first thing most people think of is the cut my wrist and black my eyes. Come on. (laughs) Okay, yeah, maybe, but I've got to be honest with you. If we're talking about that level in that movement when all of that happened in the early 2000s, it was freaking cute without the E by taking back Sunday. Yes, yes, that was part of it, but, but. I think this is is each of us showing our age right now. But, (laughs) so while, yes, that was a major thing and a major thing back at that time, it's, it's such a niche with a certain group of people. Have you seen CBS Live? Have you seen CBS Live? Yes, I have. But you also have to remember, also, society of. When every single person in the room screams their guts out. You know the line I'm talking yes, about, Yes, right? I know which one you're talking okay. about. That, but... is, that is a more emo moment than any moment in Hawthorne Heights. I've got to say that. Yes. How, however, mm-hmm. when we're thinking of Hawthorne Heights, thinking lyrically, that's like, at the time, that's where we were. But then if you ask people now, depending on who you talk to, if you ask people now, it's my chem, Welcome to the Black Parade, which is mm-hmm. not okay. <laughs> See what I did there? I, I or, would personally, or if you ask people nowadays, they're gonna tell you it's MGK. Yeah, I was about to say. Jesus yeah. Christ, Some bad. people genuinely think that MGK found Travis Barker. Yo, I saw yeah. I saw a thing today actually. Um, <laughs> yeah, Haley Williams posted this. It was some girl saying that MGK created pop punk, and Haley Williams was just like, 
okay, what? And I was like, Bailey, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Like, there's absolutely <sighs> no way. <laughs> like, Thank God. They were like, oh, MGK found pop punk. And I'm like, look, let, I'm not a fan of MGK at the end of the day. I'm not a fan of MGK. Never really have been. Like, it is what it is. However, I do appreciate him bringing attention to the pop punk scene again in 2022. Do I have to like him? No. Do I respect him? Yes. No. Also, no. <laughs> Brittany, on the other hand, has. I have no respect. Here she goes. Let's hear it. Oh my gosh. All right. He should have stuck with rap, is all I'm going to say. Well, see, he also decided to challenge Eminem, and Eminem canceled the fuck out of him. Oh, yeah. M murdered MGK. And his career. Let's try some pop punk. No. Yeah. Anyway, Uh, we could go on this tangent all day long. Oh, yes. We could. But MySpace. Oh, yes. And profile songs. That's what started this. This debate. Like, the choo-choo went derailed. Right. Oh, yeah. Talking yeah. about these godfathers of emo because Tim does not think it was Hawthorne Heights. But it's oh, fine. No. So many. I could, I could give you 20 okay, bands. Okay, okay, but, yeah. I mean, okay, but yes, right, you so could. Give us one of those bands and tell us what so, you put on your MySpace. Okay, so let's do it this way. Tell us what your MySpace song today would be. And then I have another question that'll bring it back to the emo thing that's more individualized. All right. Awesome. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. Uh, um, I, I'm going to go with uh, Stand and Feel Your Worth by Thrice. Ooh, it's, a deep cut. it's a deep cut. Yeah. Okay. It's a banger. It is a banger. It is a banger. Big chorus. Mm-hmm. And a huge crushing break. No, I don't have mine yet. I, I had mine immediately. <laughs> I, I, my, my profile song has always been the same, and I'm so proud of it. It's uh, Stay Anything Alive with the Glory of Love. Oh my gosh! You kidding me? I love that. (laughs) Man, I covered that. Oh man, I love that song. It's on your emo night. Oh, it is on my. It's on. I played a Midwest emo gig, and I had that on my list. Ah, now you got me messed up. Is this gonna be yours? Well, no, because like Uh, now, now he has me thinking about my Midwest emo set list I played a few months ago, and that's (laughs) screwing me up because it's making me feel emotional. Well, that's the whole. That's what emo is. Okay. okay, now that since I've been derailed properly, um, the theme of this uh, interview. Um, I, now I'm stuck in three bands. Bloody hell. Um, okay, it's gotta be. It's gotta be. I cannot say for sure because this is where my brain goes, and this is my ADHD brain just doing what it does. But I would pick either "Further" by Don Broco. Okay. Uh, a Hunger in Your Haunt by Bitchy Clyro. Okay. Or I would pick um, Came Out Swinging, Wonder Years. Wonder Years. Okay. So, circling it back to this argument we had for a solid 20 minutes. Yeah. When it comes to emo, what band introduced you to emo oh music? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Right. Like, you guys don't know that immediately? Really? Jesus. Okay. I know what mine is. Oh, well, wait, oh, well, I'm assuming that we all know what yours is. No, it was no. not Hawthorne Heights. Oh, okay. It's the introduction to the genre. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Ben, turn you on to it. Yeah. What's yours? 
Good Charlotte. Oh, good call. Good call. Good call. All right. Um, <laughs> mine was uh, mine was actually Finch. Finch okay. Yeah. Um. Oh no, actually, you know what? I got to take that back. Uh, my the first band in the scene that I ever heard was Glassjaw. Oh, Ooh, okay. First album, everything you ever want to know about Silence, and I remember hearing it. Uh, so a buddy of mine was really into heavy metal, like metal metal, and he bought the CD thinking it was going to be metal, and then he handed it to me and was like, "Do you want this? It's shit." <laughs> and I went, oh, "Okay, free CD. Yeah, I'll take it." And I put it in, and I listened to it, and I vividly remember being like, "I don't know what's happening right now, but I think I like it." And and that was the beginning of my of my love for post hardcore, yeah, for sure. Glassjaw, everything you ever want to know about silence. Thanks, Daryl. <laughs> Daryl Palumbo. Uh, what about you, Andy? Uh crap. Well, I'm trying to think here because I've I've been keeping track of these things as I keep on going along because I just I've been buying CDs and I haven't stopped buying CDs since I was nine. Um, which mean you know how old I am. Like that's mean I'm still buying CDs into the 2022, which I feel is not as common. But um, I would say I would have would have two transition points because I started on uh, POD, like the Pable on Death, the mm -hmm. new metal band from the 2000s, and yep. then the Youth of the Nation. Not one more variety. These three bands came at the same time. Uh, Bring Me the Horizon, Sent Eternal. Okay. Word of Lives, uh, Life Cycle slash Real Record. Okay. And a Day to Remember's Homesick Record. Mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All at the same time. All, I bought them all at once at what, what, what was HMV back in the day, which is like, uh, which is. Uh, you guys know HMV? I have a feeling that's yeah, kind of like our FYE Sam Goody type of thing yeah same thing yeah, yeah same goody yeah 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 same thing but yeah, i yeah. bought them all at the same time blasted them in my 2000 corolla while driving to high school for the first time ever oh and God. lost my lost my crap on those records it was awesome so my two i mean good charlotte was like my big one but it was good charlotte and simple plan for me no right. pads no helmets just balls See, that was yes. mine mine was good charlotte newfound glory yeah. And Blink One Eighty Two, like the three yeah, of them, are like my, that's my right. main. Yeah, that my mine was Blink One Eighty Two. Uh, when they got to take off your pants and jacket, like the kind of like, you know, when they started to venture into that more somber like emoe territory, like I was already hooked on Blink because they were on Much Music and they were popular. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, like I started to really grab on. And I was also listening to like also a lot of hard rock and like I was getting into new metal, but then there was like that avenue that Blink was like exploring in the emo kind of realm that I was like, oh, I like this. Mm -hmm. And then it just went. So yeah. speaking speaking of that, especially bringing up Blink-182, what are your guys' thoughts and feelings on this entire like pop punk emo revival that we're in? There are so many artists that we grew up with that we thought had completely called it quits and then it's like 2022 they're all coming back and they're coming back swinging so what are your thoughts on this whole i guess history repeating gonna, itself for us <laughs> i'm gonna let them say first because i have a very interesting opinion on it mm -hmm. i don't know i, I just <laughs> sure, i think it's great 
Yeah. Um, Great. Let's bring, bring attention to the scene. Why not? Yeah, exactly. Absolutely, man. And, uh, you know, music is music. And, you know, the fact that people are stoked to start listening to this kind of music again is fantastic. The When We Were Young Festival was huge. Oh, and, yeah. uh, you know, to see those bands, you know, doing what they do, and these are the bands that we, we loved, like, it's fantastic, you know. And, you know, for us, maybe we can jump on a tour or two. So that would be pretty lovely, you know, to get back out there, you know. And, I mean, even even the chance to maybe see some of those bands uh, live again would be fantastic, you know, to relive that stuff again. For sure. I feel young again, honestly. Yes. <laughs> I feel like I'm back in high school. Like, I don't feel like I'm in my 30s right now. Like, no. some of the stuff that's <laughs> happening. So yeah. I'll take it. Who, um, who, who, who's the bands that you guys are so happy that you're seeing start to do stuff again? Who's really popping, popping off your top? Um, I was very excited to see that Paramore made a comeback. However, I was yeah. slightly disappointed in the comeback because I was no. anticipating I was anticipating more of the like pop rock type of Paramore that like I grew up with, like more misery business type of riot album type of thing and that's what kind of like the tease was and then the song came out and it just kind of it was weird yeah. it's a great <laughs> song if i can give any opinion on this i think that the greatest bands from the scene are the bands that evolved as they went paramore was one of those bands there's a few bands out there that musically as they went along changed continuously yes uh, and never in a bad way just to kind of develop as they got older and the new music that they were into paramore's always been that band um and Haley williams uh, is is just one of the most talented people that I've ever experienced. And so the idea that, you know, she's just, I think she's just trying new things because she can. And, uh, you know, she never misses. This Is Why is a banger. Um, obviously, they're heading in a very different direction with that song, but I was yes. just happy to see, to see new material from her. I also oh, think that's why absolutely. we're really big fans of Thrice because they're the kind of band that does. Oh, yeah. I mean, Jimmy A. Wells, another really good Jimmy example. World. Jimmy yeah. you know, just every album, every album was a, a development into a new area. I know, uh, brand new, even though you know, brand new the same. Yeah, musically, yeah, musically, they were always developing and, yeah. uh, and trying new things. Even Taking Back Sunday, same kind of thing. You know, like yeah, uh, they just they keep moving on to new things because they're because they're changing as they grow up. You know, and they're and two artists. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But it's also been super interesting to watch where a lot of these bands that we grew up with, it's like they've, some of them have still been making music and touring, but it's like nobody knew until like all of a sudden 2022, like census fail. Yeah, I was not oh, aware. Yeah. Workforces. They never stopped. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I had no idea until it popped out that they were like, they were actually doing things and red jumpsuit. Same thing. Like, yeah, they've still been playing surprising. shows and stuff like that. The freaking starting line. Same thing. Yes. Forever the starting line. And oh, I, I love the, loved the starting line. Like way back in the day. So when I saw it, they were still making music. I'm like, what? Oh, what? I love that band so, so much. Yeah, so stoked that they're still doing things. That's so, it's so like, cool. And, but then it's also one of those things that like Yellow Card was doing things individually in their own respect. And then... Now, Yellow Card was apparently supposed to be completely done for, but they're back. What? Hey, Yellow what? Card are back? They Yellow Card in is back. Wasn't it? Yes, oh Yellow God. Card is making a comeback. Whoa. I heard it here first. That's yeah, wild. And uh, the Academy Is is another one. <laughs> really? They just oh, did a full like reunion show and everything, and they're still playing. They even played Snakes on a Plane live with, what's his name, from Cobra <laughs> Starship. 
Like, no it's like, way. there's Man, so many different moments and things that are happening. That's cool. Wow. I'm living for it. Yeah, that's right. that's Isn't Coheed back too? Yes. Yeah. Coheed. And same thing, yeah. same thing for Hawthorne too. Yeah, like yeah. they like after their first album that came out, like their their one album that came out that had Ohio's for Lovers, Nikki FM, and things like that. Like it, it just kind of died off, and then it's just like all of a sudden. All the I think the one thing we hope as kind of a newer band in the scene and trying to make our mark is that is that fans of this kind of music will try out new bands. You know, like I love yes. that these guys from from you know years ago are doing it again, but I just really hope that you know these uh, bands like us, like people are like. We should try something new. Like listen to conversation and then see if you like us too, because we're pretty cool. Well, the yeah. thing that I think is also yeah. really cool on that same token is the way that social media is right now and like TikTok and things like that, is there's not nearly I'll say not nearly as much. There's still some, but there's not nearly as much gatekeeping and stuff as there was back in the day. So like accessibility and things like that to these bigger artists and getting those chances and things like that are coming a lot easier than anything else. Like it was the same thing for us. We shot our shot on TikTok with Hawthorne Heights. And then we got a message from JT who was like, Hey, yeah. yeah. So it's like <laughs> just a matter of shooting your shots on these platforms and stuff like that, or bands that we've worked with, um, like the lead singer, Anthony from dark divine, they're a band based out of Florida. They just sang with motionless and white literally yesterday. I doing the, doing the motionless and white challenge. So, like there's so many different ways for you guys to reach these artists that like inspire you guys or that are going to be like in your areas and things like that, where it's the things that seemed completely unreachable or there were so many gatekeeping people or like, all of this red tape it's not there anymore which yeah. is incredible for all of you yeah because like with myspace and stuff it was like the bands had people running their pages now they're running their own shit so like you can reach out they're like oh hey it's really me and we're like what <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i about really had a stroke you? when i got the message no from way. hawthorne heights i was like i'm <laughs> yeah. sorry what <laughs> yeah, our um, our bassist Derek, he's uh, one of his favorite bands. It's Thursday, and Love he follows Jeff Rickley online, and uh, I think Eric like commented one of his photos or something like that. And Jeff wrote him back directly, and uh, like Eric was just dude, beaming all day. He's like Jeff Rickley yes. and I are now pretty much best friends. <laughs> uh, just so you guys know, <laughs> it's the cra it's like the craziest thing, even for us, because like yeah. we were in a band fifteen years ago. Like we were in a band during MySpace days and it's like all, like a lot of these bands and artists that we listened to back in the day. And like, we started this podcast now to do all of this. And like, we're getting followed by like the wonder years or getting noticed from bowling for soup or all of these other ones. And I'm like, what, what? Right. I'm happy for you guys. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Or it's like the guys from until I wake, like, come on. Also, what was your band called? No. Just called now. No. no. <laughs> uh, we were in a band called the Queen of Hearts. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's such a See, that's what everybody that says, and I think it was so stupid. Corny oh, it's, it's simple, which is why it's good. Yeah. I mean, we were all girls. Yes. Band. All Queen girls. of Hearts, all girls, emo Amazing. band. 
all girls emo. Well, I, I don't I don't know that we would call ourselves an emo band. Like we were trying the whole pop punk thing, but as a band, the only song that we could actually play was Beverly Hills by Weezer. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's an odd song. Yeah, I get. Um, <laughs> she hates it. I, I, radio, I get like, PTSD it from it. Now, I have a demo off. of us playing that song, and it's so oh, bad. Can we please share it? We won't share it. No. Up next, we'll put up a link. Look, there's what's going to happen is there's just going to be one random day on Instagram that I'm going to post a story with a Zoom link on it and a nope. time. And whoever clicks on that Zoom link is going to pop up in here, and that's going to be the moment that we play this demo. I will not be popping up in here, I can tell you that. We will be waiting with bated breath. Uh, Nope. Your ears will bleed. Needless to say, we didn't last very long. Your ears will bleed. I I promise you. mm. I'm pretty sure Weezer would be disappointed in us at this point. 1,000%. Like, what the shit are we listening to? (laughs) Uh, Cuomo started in a death metal band, right? See, there's a lot of artists that we've talked to that have been like, uh, that go to like this whole like random pop punk, post hardcore, different types of genre. And it's like, yeah, I came from a death metal background. And I'm like, then how did you go from that to this? (laughs) Like, what's the correlation? Like, how? What? They they got their heart broken. What do you think happened? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> true. True. Very true. Uh, so another a question that we live to ask completely random off the wall. We ask this in every single interview that we do, um, regardless of who is on our show, because it makes for great conversation. It's not music oh. related at all. But yes, I said, yep, I did that. <laughs> you better just let it go. You just let it go. I have been refraining this whole interview from dropping conversation puns. I want you to realize that. We really... Yeah, throw them out. Tell. Give them to us. We'll take them happily. I've been, like, rethinking of how I'm going to say things so I don't drop a conversation pun. But... I'm shocked. I know. I know. But do you want to ask them doing? this question? Yeah, sure. Um, if you guys could be any sandwich, which sandwich would you be? <laughs> oh man, I got I got mine already. Oh, I got mine already. AJ yeah. knew that one. He didn't know the yeah. other ones, but he got that one. Yeah. So I work at uh, uh not not I man. I work at this coffee shop that's three down the block here in Toronto called uh, called Slanted Door, and we have this uh, mortadello chorizo sub sandwich. That's fantastic. It's like a bunch of cheese, garlic, butter. Um, you have my attention. Um, like a crunchy Italian bread and chorizo. It's fantastic. Ooh. That's what I'd say currently, as of today. That's Ooh. yummy. And he even plugged his, oh, peppers, his peppers. You can't forget the peppers in that. Can't forget the peppers. You can't. Um, I would have to go with the Italian BMT sub from Subway because I'm a huge Subway guy. Please sponsor us. Please sponsor us, Subway, <laughs> if you're listening. Um, yeah. Subway, have a conversation with them. Brittany's picking up what I'm putting down. <laughs> I want to be like Happy Gilmore from the, yeah. Yes! <laughs> yes. I'll be free a day to keep me strong. 
Favorite sandwich. Uh, what would, what would, you, what would you be in the sandwich? Uh, my favorite sandwich has got to be a breakfast sandwich. Um, and unfortunately, I can't get them. But here in Toronto, there used to be this spot called Sky Blue Sky. Uh, and it was a Wilco-themed sandwich joint. Their whole purpose was that they really liked the band Wilco. All the sandwiches were named after Wilco songs. Um, and uh, they were, it was just the greatest sandwich I've had in my life. It was called How to Fight Loneliness. And uh, it made me happy. It cost me five ninety five, and uh, it was the best. So that would be the one. What was in it? Um, it was pretty straightforward. It just it was all the ingredients were great quality. It was it was just ham and cheese and honey mustard. I think was in there, and a, and a, and a freshly fried egg. And it just you know it was it was the absolute bee's knees. Uh, it was the kitty's titties. It made me really happy. <laughs> wow. Although, I'm not going to lie. After all of that, I'm just over here sitting like, why have I never put honey mustard on my breakfast sandwich? <laughs> I was thinking the same. That's a kind of like a novel thing, at least for me. I never thought about it. Start 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 like, I've never thought about that. I'm like, I'm always like, okay, like if I'm going to eat a sandwich, like bacon, egg, and cheese. Like, that's it. There's nothing else on it. But then I'm like, oh. <laughs> if you take away one thing from this conversation. It oh, will be the honey mustard on, on your brekkie sam, brekkie sanger. Oh my god! Oh, the kitty's titties. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I've never heard you drop that one before. Tim is usually a wealth of like little like sayings, embellishments. Yeah. Yeah. How have you yeah. never said kitty's titties before, Sam? Because you have five of them. Yeah. No. <laughs> Fuck. You welcome. Use it. Use it all day. And think I'm, about. I'm it. like. Oh Jesus! She's never here with honey mustard. I'm still laughing. I'm still thinking about honey mustard. I'm like, you know, like, <laughs> like that's that. Okay, all right. Okay, so uh, speaking, keeping on this this train of sandwiches, there's an argument that we always have. Um, well, there's two arguments. I don't know that. I don't know how you guys would feel about the other ones. So we may not have time for that one, but we might interject that one. However, a, what a common one that we have all the time is when you think of a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yeah. Are you grape jelly or strawberry jelly? Um, uh, strawberry. Okay. I will abstain because I don't like jelly. I'm just peanut butter. You guys are going to like this, but uh, I, I'm Australian, so I, I, I've i never really eaten peanut butter and jelly. It's not really a common thing in Australia. Yeah, because you always guys We eat Vegemite. Vegemite. Uh, Vegemite cheese is kind of a common thing in Australia. Um, and what so, is it? I, I, yeah, I'm going to say this, and you're going to react how you feel like it. I've never eaten a peanut butter and jelly sandwich in my life. No, but what is it called? The Whatever you said. And Vegemite. Cheese? What Vegemite. the hell is that? Vegemite is a black substance made of yeast extract uh, that you smear on bread and eat. Uh, it is incredibly, it's in every household in Australia, basically. It's a very Australian thing. Uh, it tastes kind of like salty soy sauce. Um, I know it okay. sounds gross. Truth be told, everyone hates it, but Australians, but we love it. And we eat it every day on our sandwiches, I feel on like clothes. That's your salty version of peanut butter to us. Well, we have peanut butter too. I just don't eat it and like it. 
than thinks it's gross. So mm, I'll take salty soy sauce in a spread. Yeah. This is like blowing my mind. I'm looking this shit up. Yeah, look it up. I'm not making this up. I I believe you, but I just I want to find out what it's like made out of. He said it was yeast. M I T E. Yeah, Vegemite. And so yeah, I can't really make a jelly a jelly choice because also in Australia we call jelly jam. I mean. Okay, but do you do you eat jelly or jam in any facet that's not peanut butter? Like peanut Maybe butter. Maybe like a scone. Oh, okay. You can get it with B vitamins in it. That's good. Yeah, it's a rich source of vitamin B. <laughs> so then, okay, if you were if you were eating jam or jelly, grape or strawberry? Oh, um, let's go with strawberry. Why not? That feels right. Do you eat Marmite too? No, that's English. We don't do that. We're not creepers. <laughs> somebody put look, somebody put them together in a picture. I wasn't sure. <laughs> Would you say we're not creatures? Cretans. Cretans. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Sorry. Oh my god. Put them in the pictures. I okay. <laughs> Whoo. All right. So uh we're gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna test this question to see where it goes. Uh, oh god, please don't. When it comes to a hot dog, is a hot dog a sandwich? Oh, this is the great philosophical yeah, argument of our time. I, yeah, asked this question too many times. Yeah, is water is water what? No, it is, it is a sandwich. Between two yeah. pieces. Well, I mean, I guess it's a sandwich between two pieces of bread, technically, mm. right? It's a singular piece of. But, but although a subway sandwich, sandwich yeah, subway sandwiches sandwich are never cut yeah, really in half. Yeah. Um, you know what? I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna say yes. Because who gives a shit? Yes. <laughs> who gives a shit? Nah, we have to you know what? drill down on this no, subject. You know what? Like we're philosophers. You know what? We're all gonna die one day, so fuck it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. You know. I uh, completely disagree with your answer, but I'm going with Tim's answer at this point. <laughs> we're all going to die. We're all going to die. Bucket. Fuck it. <laughs> I'm going to go with that one. That's the perfect one. Thank you. Um, so, guys, talk to us about what's next for conversation. Obviously, we've got this brand new album and everything that's out right now that just dropped. Um, but talk to us about what are some things that we can expect from you guys in the coming months. Sweet. We have been working and pushing really hard for the last half a year, I would say. Yeah. Um, uh, obviously, AJ joining the band and uh, moving here was a huge step. Um, we've been in the studio recording new songs. We've been playing and booking shows. Uh, and now that the world is opening back up, we kind of had to really kind of rebuild, uh, you know, get back right into it again now that we can um so now that this little crazy time has come by and we've got this new song out this new album out um you can expect a new music video in the near future uh for as the oceans move which we've already recorded and we're just kind of finishing that up fine-tuning it a little bit uh it's looking really really cool um i'm heading off to australia for a couple months to see the family i haven't been home in about five years so it's time to go say hi i've got to meet my niece and go to my sister's wedding that's exciting. 
And while I'm gone, the boys will be in, in the room writing yeah. the next record. It's going to be a yeah. lot of writing going on over the next couple of months and then into the next year. Yeah, where um, we will be going off like gangbusters. We're looking at where we're, we'll be booking tours, where we'll be recording and releasing new music. Uh, we'll be playing every show we can get our hands on. Um, lots and lots of crazy things coming from the Conversation Camp for sure. Mm. Absolutely. That's oh, we just shot a photo shoot yesterday. Oh, yeah, we we look very, very handsome. So yeah. we expect that. <laughs> All right. Got it. Got it. Noted. Um, yeah. So, guys, we have come up to the Intermark. The Intermark? The Mark, as far as the interview is concerned, look, I'm still stuck on honey mustard. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm still stuck on this, whatever this stuff is. Vegemite? Vegemite, yeah, that. I'm just bringing all kinds of new things into your world tonight. That's For real. Great. Look, That's, that yeah. new perspectives, new arguments, especially, I mean, he doesn't agree with me on Hawthorne Heights or, you know, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I thought we were going to be best friends after this, but now I'm kind of questioning whether or not we are. But we'll, so we'll see where this goes. That's the deal break. We'll yeah. um, but guys, again, we haven't come up to the the hour <laughs> as far as views concerned. Um, so a question that we always love to ask you guys that kind of helps us to wind down and kind of take it out more on a somber note is if you guys had any advice for your younger self or even any aspiring musicians or anything like that, what piece of advice would you give them or yourself? Ooh, I wrote this down actually because I'm trying to put it on a clinic when I go back to Saskatchewan in a few months. Mm. Um, I'll, I'll pull it up. Give me a second here. Um, there we are. That's a great question. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, uh, I mean, while you're looking it up, do you mind if I go, mate? Go ahead. Yeah, you go ahead. If I was going to give myself any advice from my, my younger self back in the day when I decided to start yelling in a microphone, um, I think I would say, don't waste your time on people that don't want to do it as badly as you want to do it. I lost many years of my life playing music with people who didn't really have the, the, the work ethic and the drive to get there. And uh, when, when it all falls apart, you always look back and think, well, why didn't I just figure this out earlier? The point is to find people to play music with who want to do it the way you want to do it. And without that, it, it's never going to get there. And, uh, um, and that's why the, the guys who are in this band with, with me right now uh, just give me absolute confidence and, and belief that we can, we can continue this thing and, and hopefully get to the next level in the near future. Because... I just love and respect them so much. <laughs> and we're all trying to do the same thing together. And that's kind of beautiful. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You do. Um, I'd probably just say, and it's more of a niche coming from my own background, like going into a field that was not music. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, I am an engineer uh, and I still do that as a day job. Um, worrying about, you know, kind of having varying interests and wondering whether there was going to be room for both uh, in my life. Um, so just in general, I'd say, you know, don't let go. Don't worry about, you know, having varied interests, uh, you know, whether whatever other interests are the non-musical ones and, you know, 
you know, just press on. Don't feel like you have to, you know, drop one for the other. Yes. Um, now I found it. Um, it's a bit of a lengthy one, but I wrote, I wrote down a couple of things that I was writing down for this, this clinic I'm trying to assemble. Just keep it brief. Keep uh, it brief. I'm giving it brief, but I, I, I'll, I'll say this and that's it. Listen, have faith in yourself and others. Respect yourself and one another and know where your limits are. Not boundaries because there's more beyond the boundaries. Open your ears to the world and never be afraid to lose and suffer. The rise up is always better, even if you can't see it. Wow. Love that. For real. For real. So speaking on a lot of the same tokens that you guys have brought up in regards to that, something that we always like to remind our listeners and everything um, and all of our interviews, it's actually something that Anoma from Haunter said in his interview, and we like to remind everybody and bring it up because it's something that lives rent-free in my head all of the time and I consistently think about, especially talking to artists, is um, one thing that he had stated is, you were not meant to be small. You were not meant to be small in any way, shape, or form. You are only as small as you make yourself, and you're only as small as you let yourself be. So you could do literally anything that you want and you could be as big as you want, but you are the one that sets that limit. You're the one that sets a parameter and you do it for yourself. You were not meant to be here to be small. You were meant to be here to do what you accomplish, regardless of how big it is or how little it is. If it's something that's massive to you, but very little to everybody else, that's okay. Just remember, you were not meant to be small. Don't put yourself in a box. Um, profound i love it absolutely love it but guys we have reached the hour mark as far as the interview and everything is concerned so we do want to thank you guys for coming to hang out with us and spending some time with us um this was probably one of the funner more debatable interviews that we have ever done and i am here for it and i love it um ladies and gentlemen we've been hanging out with part of conversation um, you can find them on all social media platforms. You can find them on Spotify. You can find them on Instagram. You can find them on TikTok. You can find them a little bit of everywhere. Plus, you can stream their brand new album that is out right now called Honesty. Please go find them. Go listen to them. Add them to your playlist. Um, follow them. Send them all of the love. And when you do, please slide into their DMs and start a conversation by letting them know that the Elder Emo Hour sent you. But... We are the Elder Emo Hours, and this was Conversation. Hooray!